be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Today our Lord makes this proclamation. And these three elements, they hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me, kind of provide an ordering to becoming a disciple. Today, like every year on the fourth Sunday of Easter, we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday. It's right in the middle of the Easter season, so for those who have just become Catholic, it's starting to begin this transition into following our Lord moving after him, trying to catch up with him. And for those of us who have always been Catholic, it provides sort of an examination of conscience or a time to look into our own hearts and say, what does this mean that Jesus is the good shepherd? What does that have to do with my own life? What does that say about Jesus? And more importantly, what does that say about me? Typically, when we think of Christ the Good Shepherd, we have the image in our minds of Jesus being this Good Shepherd who goes out after the lost sheep. Many times in religious art, we see a depiction of Jesus with a sheep on his shoulders. He says, who among you would not leave the 99 sheep and go after the one lost sheep? The answer to that question usually is, well, none of us would leave 99 to go after the one lost sheep. Because I might lose the 99 sheep. In addition to that, the one lost sheep, there's a lot of like, danger around that one lost sheep. A lot of wolves. And so why would I like leave the rest of my flock to go after the sheep with the wolves? Because I might get attacked by the wolves. 
But yet our Lord goes after that lost sheep. And in a sense, he goes after us when we are that lost sheep, when we're surrounded by wolves. In the opening prayer for today's Mass, there's an adjective that I've never really heard before. It says, lead us to a share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before. The brave shepherd. The shepherd that's not afraid of getting attacked by the wolves. And how has our Lord shown that for us, that he became man in order to experience all things that we have experienced except sin? But what did he experience? He experienced people who don't understand him. He experienced being completely alone, even amongst his disciples being completely alone. It's in Matthew chapter 11. They pass through these towns that reject Jesus and his disciples say, Lord, let us call down fire and brimstone on those towns. And Jesus kind of looks at them as if to say, ah, you still don't get it. And then he says, no one knows the son except the father. He experienced that feeling of being totally alone. Nobody gets me. Even this closest of my disciples, they don't really get me. How many of us feel that way? He experienced being criticized for trying to do the right thing. He came to proclaim the good news and he's criticized. The scribes and the Pharisees in his own religion say that he's from the devil. How many times have we felt criticized for trying to do the right thing? For trying to live a good life? For trying to set a good example? And we're criticized for it. How many young people or college students who are trying to live a chaste lifestyle are criticized by, for that by their peers or by the world? How many families that are living out the church's teaching about marriage and human sexuality, and they might have a big family, and they're criticized by that, for that. As if going to the grocery store with six kids is somehow infringing on the rights of the person at the checkout counter. Our Lord experienced all those things. Our Lord experienced all of that to the point of dying on the cross for us in order to heal us. That's the length that he was willing to go in order to bring us to himself. That's what it means that he is the good shepherd who is brave enough to go before us where we have to go. 
He has gone before us to heaven where we hope to go, but he's also gone before us in the midst of the earthly sufferings that we experience each day. And he's been in them with us. And he continues to enter into them with us so that he can carry us. You know, that image of Jesus carrying the sheep on his shoulders, when I was in the Holy Land, our tour guide and the rest of the people on the tour, they bought me an olive wood carving of it and pointed out that the image really comes from a common practice among shepherds, which was if there was a sheep who would wander off continuously, the shepherd would break the sheep's legs. And then the shepherd would carry the sheep around on his shoulders so the sheep would bond with the shepherd. And once healed, the sheep would always know the shepherd's voice. And how true is it that our Lord has done that in our own lives? Where we've experienced pain, or we've experienced suffering, or we've experienced criticism, or we've experienced not being understood, and our Lord has been with us in that. He's known us in that. And when we allow him into that, we come to know him and follow him. And so we do hear his voice as we hear the gospel proclaimed, as we read scripture, as we pray the prayers the church has given us. And he knows us. When Jesus says, I know them, translated into modern speak, I get them. I get you. It's kind of a weird expression, but anybody who's in love kind of understands it. Why are your friends your friends? I don't know, they just get me. I can be kind of goofy around them and they get me. How'd you know you were in love with your wife? She just gets me. That's what that experience is of our Lord knowing us, of knowing everything about us, of knowing all of our pain, of knowing all of our sinfulness, of knowing where we're most vulnerable, and yet he continues to come to us and call us to follow him. And we truly only follow our Lord when we realize that he gets us, that he knows us, that in his passion he suffered with us so that in our day-to-day lives he can suffer with us. and call us to that deep transformation of our hearts. As we follow him, a whole horizon of life opens up. And we experience that true joy that our Lord has promised us. And so as we continue through this Easter season, we continue to reflect on how it is that our Lord has transformed our lives through our own baptism. 
how our Lord offers himself to us each time we receive him in the Eucharist, how our Lord continues to offer his mercy to us in the sacrament of reconciliation. Let us take time to listen to his voice. And might just be reading one section of one chapter of scripture each day. To listen to his voice. To recognize that he knows us. And let us pray for the grace to follow him. Proclaiming his goodness, his love, his mercy the good news to everyone we encounter.